My brothers and sisters in Christ, church family, I greet you in the name and in the love and the peace of Jesus Christ. And for our daily word today, I wanted to take us into Leviticus chapter 16 and, uh, and really a very important connection that uh, we, we must make uh, that's essential to understanding the way the whole of the Bible and the whole of salvation history hangs together. So in uh, Leviticus 16, God is giving instructions uh, through Moses to Aaron and his sons in terms of how they enter into the most holy place. And they aren't to go in there just whenever they want to. This is a holy place. It is uh, essentially the epicenter of the presence of God. And so they, they have to go in only on the Day of Atonement, only to make atonement for the people's sins. And as you can see as you read it, they have to make extensive preparations spiritually in order to enter in. There are uh, sacrifices to be made, like in verse uh, 6 we read, Aaron will present his own bull as a sin offering to purify himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. And so he has to purify himself and has to follow these instructions very carefully in order to enter into the Holy of Holies. Now, let's fast forward then to the book of Hebrews, and we'll look into chapter 9, verse 11. So Christ has now become the high priest over all the good things that have come. He has entered that greater, more perfect tabernacle in heaven, which was not made by human hands, and is not part of this created world. With his own blood, not the blood of goats and calves, he entered in entered the most high, I'm sorry, the most holy place once for all time and secured our redemption forever. Now, um, we need to tie one more piece in and let's talk about it just for a moment. If we flip the page to Hebrews chapter 10, then beginning at verse um, 19. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and living way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Connecting directly back to what the high priest would have to go through in order to enter into the Holy of Holies. And that high priest, I, I am certain, did not enter into that most holy place boldly. As a matter of fact, as I understand it, one of the things that develops as time goes on, particularly in the temple, is that they would tie uh, bells onto the high priest and a, a rope around his ankle so that if he went in and he was not appropriately prepared, he was not pure before God, he, and he was struck down by God, they could pull him back out because, of course, nobody else could go in there. Right? He did not go in boldly. And, and yet now, because Jesus Christ, our great high priest and sacrifice, by the way, because of what he has done, we can enter into the very presence of God 
into the Holy of Holies. And of course, we're not talking about a place, a geographic place. What we're really talking about is fellowship with the Lord by the presence of the Holy Spirit. We can, we can know intimacy with God because of what Jesus did. You see, Jesus entered into the heavenly tabernacle and He did so without having to make any sacrifices because He lived a pure, sinless life. He was never out of communion with His Heavenly Father. He was never disobedient to any of God's law, to the plan of salvation. And so as He enters in, He is able to make, uh, he is able to make a sacrifice for our sins. His life covers our sins. He, he essentially goes in to make atonement. See, the priest, high priest would go in and make atonement for the people every year, year after year after year. But Jesus enters in and he makes atonement once for all time by his own blood, by his own sacrifice, not by sacrificing a bull or a goat or a calf or any of that. But he does it himself for us. And so um, one of the things I think that is the implication of this for, for us as followers of Jesus is that we never, never take for granted the fact that we can have intimate fellowship with God. Because that came, that relationship came, that ability to come with boldness, to just come right into God's presence, to go before Him in prayer, that, that privilege, that gift came at a, at a high cost, the cost of the life of the Son of the living God. And so we, we, I think whenever we come into fellowship, whenever we come into prayer, we must do so with gratitude, with worship, that we get, to, we get to have this intimate fellowship with God. Thanks be to God for that. Thanks be to God. And uh, I love you, church family. Until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.